Right about now, we need some heroes. Right about now, we need something magical. And tell me about how we'll face the dying. What this world needs now is uniting. And it's just like that. So let's go co-create this cultural revolution. It's time for cultural magic. Hello, hello, hello. We are back for another episode of Cultural Magic. I'm your host, Alicia Sunflower. And today, my beloveds, we are going to be exploring what I think is a really interesting part of the cultural revolution that hasn't really been a part of our show so far. And this is the realm of how it is that we move into the kind of public sphere as heart-centered entrepreneurs, as healers, as change makers, as cultural shifters, and how we move into these public spaces with success. You know, business is this kind of dirty word for a lot of hippies. We don't really like to think about this aspect of making money, but yet we have an economy where we use money. So it is an important part of being successful to have our needs met, to be able to get our message out. And a lot of people who are in the spiritual world don't necessarily have the skills to do this. So today we're going to explore this side of the revolution of consciousness here on earth, as well as some of um, grassroots efforts to build more conscious community. And so today on my show, um, we have Hazel Elridge and Aliko West. They are cultural artisans. Two years ago, they launched their business called Well and Green as a means to create positive culture change by uplifting social businesses. Aliko, as a professional videographer, uses his media and design skills to help his clients communicate in artful ways so they can connect more deeply and authentically with people from around the world. Hazel uses her marketing knowledge and degree in organizational leadership for social progress to help her clients create scale, healthy business ecosystems. Outside of Wollong Green, Hazel and Aliko use their skills to support and grow grassroots community efforts. Aliko has poured his heart for the past four months into producing Expansion Festival, a community-led gathering birthed by the intention of helping us manifest the future we desire by forging deeper connections and modeling what is truly possible. Aliko and Hazel are also part of the Village Society and co-produce the Village Mixtape, an excellent podcast dedicated to sharing ideas of how to bring the new earth paradigm into our grounded reality. Welcome on the show, guys. <laughs> Thank <Thanks>. you. <laughs> yeah. That was a phenomenal intro. Well, you're welcome. Y'all deserve it. Yeah. Um, thank you again for coming on the show. Excited to have you guys here. As I was mentioning, yeah, this whole side of business, um, something that we don't necessarily think about. You know, I know personally um, with my career of being a counselor as well as a medicine woman and healer, like stepping into private practice, figuring out how to like market myself and like get my message out there and all that like that's not something I was trained in even within my formal education of how to do for myself let alone folks who are coming from all other artistry kind of backgrounds like it's not necessarily a part of how our mind works right it's a very particular skill set so I'm super curious to know about how you guys came to have this vision of creating a platform, a service where folks with conscious-minded um, services can really get out into the public, get out into the social sphere, let their work yeah. be known. Um, I think Aliko and I came into this work kind of s- semi-intentionally, semi-accidentally. <laughs> um, you know, I went to, in school, I took some business classes. I was taking kind of pursuing the business direction for a little while, mostly because I wanted to be my own boss. And Mm -hmm. then once I was in the business program, really realized how antiquated the teachings were. And it just really didn't resonate with me. The fact that the only thing that people care about are numbers Mm -hmm. and it didn't really feel like we were bringing our whole humanness into it. Um, So that's kind of what Aliko and I have what we strive to do with business now. You know, we both have worked for other people before and 
realized that we had a lot more power to affect the world in the ways that we see need to be affected. Um, and so we had to just take ownership over our own lives. And, and part of that was figuring out our own way to be economically stable in our world so that we can have more choice around the way we show up. Um, Hazel came from doing marketing for a mortgage company. <clears throat> and I came from doing marketing from a restaurant and I mean I didn't really have any marketing skills to start off with but I did photo video work all throughout high school and I know like I was always good at computers throughout high school and so I had those skills and then I met Hazel um, and she was putting on a World Oceans Day event and uh, so I helped her with this event um, kind of finish it out and then we realized like oh sweet we have all these complimentary skills Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck are we... Uh, pardon my language. Can I swear? Oh, you can swear. Awesome. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Like, your soul is being sucked from this mortgage company and... It uh, literally was. It, like, I was mm, really ill. Like, not mm. ill physically because I was really dedicated to, you know, eating pretty healthy and working out and things like that. But I was having really bad skin issues. Like, mm. it's just cystic acne. And I really think it was because I was doing something that was so not in alignment with my soul Mm. and yeah I was selling thing I was selling people debt and it was like literally just the job I was able to get out of college I had a foot in the door so I took it and I learned a lot and it gave me a lot of confidence to be able to move into starting our own business Mm -hmm. because I had worked at such a a level of like quality that was required in that industry but obviously did not (laughs) feel good about what I was selling so that was you know kind of what instigated the world oceans day thing as a starting place of Mm. how can I figure out how to give back in the meantime um and then that basically birthed well and green was this idea of wanting to figure out how we could use these tools for things that were good in the world making the world better making people have you know healthier lives and a deeper sense of wellness and also helping figure out how we can treat the world and the earth better with more kindness and awareness so that was where well and green came from was literally like this little social action project initially and then me and Liko realizing that we both had these skill sets and then merged the two so that we could make our work life feel better to our soul and not be doing Mm. things eight hours of the day that we didn't believe in Mm -hmm. it was really hard too. the first year and a half year we were so poor (laughs) Yeah. and uh but we kept going and we kept going and we kept going because we believed in what we were doing and there were moments we were like oh we should and i had to get jobs throughout to keep us going like i had to buy like get like package boxes at ups for christmas and i had to like uh, i tutored for a while (laughs) yeah (laughs) coffee shop jobs just to keep us going but we didn't give up and now we're like really doing really well mm. and it's like I was just laughing the other day I'm like oh my god we we have this office and it's really a nice office like pretty fun and swanky and um and like also very community oriented mm. um it's like in between us and the business corporate world mm. it's like a great great little middle point it's called the collective it's in Seattle um and I'm like looking around and I just like laughed because when we first started, like, like we were like working out of Hazel's motorhome and like, like, had computers that were barely working, and and now we're you know, we it's not that we whatever we, were, we made it, but like yeah, we were squatting at my parents' house for mm. like six months, <laughs> just like posted up in one of the extra rooms at my parents' house and posted up mm. our computers and just my mom it. was eager for us to get out of there, <laughs> but. That's another thing is that starting this business was, you know, it's not easy. And that's part of the reason why culture needs to be changed Mm. and why we're doing this is because there's so much to overcome for people to live their life purpose. Mm. And that's changing really quickly. A lot of the marketing tools that we learn and bring to people are more affordable, more accessible and easier to use than they've ever been in the history of humankind. Mm. So the ability for us to bring our idea and our sole purpose and reach people quickly 
and effectively and without a lot of money like this is the golden era for that Mm. and that's kind of the big draw for us in doing this work is we did it for ourselves and now we're helping other people do the same thing but yeah (laughs) we were living in a (laughs) motorhome pretty broke but my parents luckily like without the privilege that I have um that I hold in this body in this lifetime um that definitely made a big difference for us to be able to start but it definitely regardless takes hustle regardless Mm. takes dedication Mm. um but we're hoping that as our culture shifts that there is more accessibility for all people to bring their gifts to the world and I think we're playing a huge part in in doing that absolutely for our community at least One of the things I really appreciate about you both um, as individuals as well as business people is how much that like that core heart of activism and recognizing privilege, recognizing systems of oppression, as well as recognizing this rise in consciousness where it's all just interconnected, right? This is a central part of how you both approach the world and you approach your work. Um, And so I wonder if you might say a little bit more about that, about what it's been like to really bring that level of consciousness, um, being able to talk about things like privilege and oppression and bringing that aspect to the work that you do. Yeah, well, I think it's like, it's definitely an evolution for everybody because if you look at where we started it is definitely different than where we're at now when we first I was looking at kind of our first iteration of our website a couple days ago and we kind of looked at somebody that was already in the industry and doing well and kind of followed their blueprint and just modified it a little bit uh even though we had like we only wanted to work with people in health and wellness or sustainability that was kind of our our niche, niche. and Um, and now like we're so much further out there because we gained confidence in knowing that our, uh, there was a community that would be there for us in our authentic truth. So I think connecting to our community was a big aspect of that evolution. Um, yeah, I think it was just the juxtaposition of knowing what didn't feel good to us Mm. and knowing that we didn't want to live another day like that, Mm. that made it this like mandatory sort of internal drive to not compromise our values in the way that we live and work that's so beautiful like the so much of the path is coming back to the heart and listening to that wisdom and what feels right what feels good for my whole being and that that isn't the traditional approach of business from capitalistic Western world, right? It's about you go for the money, you go for the numbers, um, you go for what sells. And that while maybe starting off with your heart didn't mean that you jumped right into money and you had to take on some hardships and being able to um, get to where you are now where you're in a much more successful place, because you were willing to do that from your heart, your success that you're building is real and it's Mm -hmm. grounded and there's a strong foundation and you are feeling fulfilled by it unlike you were before when you were just kind of trying to do the work that could make it work paycheck wise Mm -hmm. totally and i mean i listen to a lot one of the biggest advice i give to people if i give people business advice is going to the mental gym Mm -hmm. um there's tons of podcasts there's tons of youtube videos all about like becoming successful in business or becoming successful in yourself like personal growth and mm. if they go they coincide for sure mm. so there's a lot of blocks you have to get past um to to work for the life that you uh that you your soul wants mm. um and so i mean even with no privilege a lot of great huge uh big business people like I've listened to a lot of their stories I remember listening to one guy who he was like 22 or something and he dropped out of uh, college and he wanted to interview the 50 most successful people in the world and he went around and he tried and um, he ended up on a game show and won the money off of a game show Mm. and like tried to use this money to go interview these people and uh, eventually he did I don't remember his name but um, he's now a couple authors of a few books but it's it just takes work no matter if you're a white privileged male or you're like me who's like a trans person of color you know uh to to do the work you just have to do 
the work. Mm, yeah. Mm. I really love too what you said about like the relationship between business growth and personal growth. Mm-hmm. And I would love to explore that more. Like you guys talk about this this work is an important part of this cultural revolution. Um, is that tied to this aspect of, of business and self-development? Completely. Yeah, I think it's one of the tricky things that is like kind of touching on what Aliko was talking about is navigating. There's a lot of wisdom, like quote unquote wisdom thrown out there and business advice and things like that. That's it's hard to sort out what's old paradigm, what's new paradigm, what's going to work. And there's especially around money. And, um, you know, I think also tuning into we're constantly, constantly, constantly having to learn spiritual lessons in order to grow in business Mm. like they are happening in tandem all the time and we've had to overcome a lot of blocks to reach this level that we're at now and we're gonna have to continue to to do that sort of excavation rebuilding self-love self-development and infusion work Mm. as we're moving forward yeah, you know, it's interesting, like, we're about that unity consciousness, right? And we know that that is the truth, the foundational truth of reality is this oneness that we are all a part of and striving to know that and feel that and experience that and embody that in our lives. Yet even us, quote-unquote, spiritual folks have often this demonization of this old paradigm. Um, we were like, well, I don't want money. Money's bad and evil, and business is bad and evil, and capitalism is bad and evil, and these things are not good, and you know, I'm going to do this without that, but then they're starving and they go bankrupt or something, as an example, mm-hmm. right? And so, well, then how, what is the quality of your life? So to me, it seems like part of this larger growth into unity consciousness is to stop separating things out like business like business is this bad thing um and what i hear you guys saying is it's been an integral part of your personal and spiritual growth to be involved in business and how you have to put yourself out there the different kinds of challenges um so i wonder what about that like what kinds of ways do you think business particularly has helped you to look inward to continue your business or internal growth um for me one of the huge internal blocks was i just spoke about this um at the pre-party because we had a talk on the spirit of wealth Mm. and andrew jeffrey spoke on how wealth isn't necessarily a bad thing and go getting over those financial blocks so that we hippie folk can really thrive Mm. in this new paradigm because you know the people who are drilling oil the people who are um overseas like slaving workers like then the reward is like astronomical amounts of money that is the worst reward Mm. for the acts they are fulfilling Mm. like ever ever and so why not us you know Mm. Mm -hmm. um when we are even with the money we do have like still do good things participate in uh, great culture like that's what we'll do um being ground like i think if you're already really deeply grounded in your ethics you don't have to worry about so much about moving into business but i think it's the people that move directly into business without having a deep sense of core value and you know what's important to them and like just having a basic life philosophy Mm. it doesn't you know of like what is the point of my life why am I here why do I wake up every day do my actions matter Mm. you know and if you don't have haven't answered those questions for yourself I think that's where business is not being used in a very kind and compassionate and healing loving regenerative whatever kind of way that's where the destruction and the ignorance and the pain and the suffering is coming from is just that lack of awareness and I think some personal blocks that I've had to overcome is specifically like I talked about the other night like self-worth same so much even recently Mm. yeah it's just like when I used to charge like 40 bucks for a photo shoot that was pretty freaking great you know now I this was like a couple years ago my prices are now like sliding scale 100 to 250 you know for the same same length of photo shoot um 
So I just... Which is like the homie hookup. <laughs> yeah, which is the homie like, hookup, for sure. Yeah, um, right. But I just... I... I've just... And people are paying that, mm. you know? Mm. Um, and... It took me three years. Uh, I got into this personal development program before I met Hazel. Um, and personal professional and I remember sitting in that room and they're talking about money and they're talking about numbers and I'm just like feeling all these things come to my body I'm like I'm not worth this this isn't me like why me and then I've had to do a lot of emotional work around it and I'm like at this point where I'm like why not me mm. like if we're going to I love a quote by Osho I know that a lot of people have some qualms with Osho but in wild wild country he said you have to merge the Western man and the Eastern man, the material with the spiritual, and that's how we will succeed. That's, mm -hmm. that's how consciousness will succeed. It will, will succeed. So it's all about, I mean, a lot of us have a lot of great Eastern philosophies, and now we have to merge with what is happening on the planet, which is Western philosophy. Right, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that is just really a key piece. Um, the self-worth, how much do I value myself? Um, and am I willing to allow myself to have my own needs met, um, to live in a life of abundance, knowing that grounded in those ethics, I will do good work with this and that I will continue to have more resources to continue my own education, my own growth, as well as have more and more that I can give back in a multitude of ways outside of just my services as well. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, that we can't cut ourselves out of the equation or we're not going to be successful on our spiritual path let alone our business path hallelujah mm -hmm. and I mean with this free time that I I work for myself I get up every day at the time I want I get my work done and with the free time I do have I'm using it to put on these events that are really helping consciousness explode you know I would love for us to talk more about that too tell us about these events that help consciousness to explode <laughs> well because I've like work work for myself like or have gotten to a place where I can and I think I was doing some of these events while I was working another job a, a while ago too like a year or so ago but um the first events I put on were called the village events um I did three of them they are were uh, the village 101 village 2.0 and the village uh three and all of them are educational events where I brought speakers, experts in on permaculture, sustainable design, and community living. And um, they had great attendance. It's now like a thing in the community and there's a board. Um, and there's the next one is May 25th and Bridget Curry is putting the whole thing together. And it's just now it's a platform for people like Bridget to come on and bring her own speakers that she wants to hear from that are educating on the same thing and I think her theme is bridging the generations so mm. she's going to talk about children to elders in community and I think that's unconscious parenting mm, and yeah. all these topics that are so vital that is totally these this, these events like fill the gap mm. um, there was not really much going on around these topics in our community or around in general and I I mean, I, I, when I say I filled the gap, like, part of me, it's coming through me, but it really isn't me. Mm. When I'm working or when I'm developing a brand uh, or an event, like, I feel so much working through me. Mm. Um, I feel higher consciousness working through me when, uh, you know, yeah, are you just producing this event? It's like me and mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody else up there, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, so I definitely feeling a gap of uh, education around my favorite subject, which is sustainable and uh, green architecture specifically. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things about the events that this, like, Aliko's been helping coordinate and orchestrate through the community is that they're creating platforms for not only conversations to be had, but for people to n learn about what each other's passions are and what each other's gifts are and support each other in that. For example, uh, Bridget Curry, who Aliko just mentioned, is this beautiful, like, very sac sacred woman who is very intentionally raising her son in a way that's not 
seen very commonly in our culture in this sort of Western white culture. Um, and so like for her right now, she's bringing those gifts and that offering that she's cultivated to people through business. And if we are looking at how do we shift culture on a big, on a massive level, which is what so many of us are desiring is something healthier and cleaner and all the things, um, business is the way in a bit or a major part of that because it's what drives so much of our daily life and activity. And I really subscribe to the idea of voting with your dollar, mm. you know, and part of that vote is what type of choices are we being given? So if I want to go, for example, um, I had strep throat about a month ago, and instead of going to the doctor and getting antibiotics, I talked to my friend who was an herbalist, and she gave me some elderberry and some other goodies, and I was able to get rid of it. And most people don't even know that that's an option. They think the only option is to go get antibiotics, Mm. but it was my friend Reishi going and bringing her gifts as an offering through the capitalistic consumeristic world that now she gets to be able to offer that on a bigger level because she's making it her life's work Mm. and is being compensated for that so that she can have the energy to continue to do that work. It's an energy exchange. So I'm happy to honor that energy exchange and I'd way rather give her my dollar than give it to a corporation that's maybe doesn't have very good ethics and maybe poisoning the environment. Mm. So if we're looking at how do we create options that we can have, we can vote with our dollars more intentionally and more consciously, we have to bring the options to the table. Mm. And so that comes through bringing our gifts in the, into the commercial space right. so that we can support each other in creating that culture in that realm. And into these community gatherings, because there may be folks who don't know that elderberry could be a thing, but then they get to go to an event like The Village and hear about permaculture, hear about different kinds of ways of approaching our life, and suddenly there's this whole new world that opens up. There are options. There's different ways. And then they also know people that they could invest in, Mm -hmm. and ways to actually then have it be this grounded business that can grow and provide the services that we need, Mm -hmm. the ones that we want. Uh, and desire on a soul level as well as within the practical day-to-day scheme of things completely yeah I, like for example even at the village events uh, not the village event but the expansion pre-party last weekend that Alico organized the amount of connections that people realize like who people what people are doing and and so now there's so so much communal support around mm. uplifting those people and bringing those gifts to the world that the events the gathering is such an integral part of creating the culture around support like it's all just super connected and mm. it's crazy how it unfolds yeah it's the if people don't know um expansion festival is something that birthed from um shoshana glickman and i last year we had our first event was was springing to community and it was originally a birthday party that quickly turned into a festival <laughs> i learned so much doing it i learned so much what not to do what to do etc and this year we decided like it, that event, although it was kind of crazy, it, it brought so many people together and it mm. gave me the confidence to put on those village events. Like, oh, I can bring 150 together, people together in a field. I can bring 45 people together in a room to listen to some speakers talk about really healthy things. Oh, I can bring now 85 people into a room mm. to listen to that. And this last one, the expansion pre-party was like 100 people at an educational event, mm. you know? Um, so uh, with expansion, um, it's our, our tagline for the, our like slogan is the more we uh, gather, the more we gather, the more we manifest the future we desire. Mm. Yeah spirit fingers to that you can't see it but I hope you can feel it (laughs) yeah it's so important right like I feel that that's a problem with the modern culture that we live in so many of us we grow up really isolated like I know for me like I didn't have a sense of community and part of that was I moved around a lot but like you know the most kind of community I had were like my friends at school 
or like maybe sometimes I went to like boys and girls club or something like that but that was very sparse you know um, and I know that that's the case for a lot of different people they grow up they don't have a family that brings them into community then we go into the world after high school or college and we're just like working our nine to five and we go home and we're on Facebook and we get high or we get drunk and we eat fast food and like we go to bed and like there's this lack of real connection and community and it's great and fantastic to gather together on social media spaces to have that connection but it is not the same Mm -hmm. as gathering together in person and truly seeing and witnessing each other and knowing each other building these relationships and getting to see wow this is what this person is doing and starting to put the pieces together of how we can truly build this this new culture this new world that we're all dying (laughs) to build together (laughs) (laughs) we're living to build it to build (laughs) yes we're literally living to build it actually though actually though it's Mm -hmm. true yeah yeah and so so beautiful that um the village is a part of it and now expansion festival Mm -hmm. as well um and started off as just a celebration of a beautiful person and butterfly shoshana glickman and now is this larger intention of gathering together to manifest the world we want Mm -hmm. so um tell us more about expansion when is this beautiful magical festival of gathering for manifestation happening it's june 21st through 23rd that is the summer solstice it is you guys know what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) it is the summer solstice and and it's going to be really, really an incredible event. Um, there's been countless hours put into it. Um, we've got some amazing, I don't even know how we swang the, the, the people we have. Mom uses headlining. Mm. And um, we've got, it's also a great place because the wor- all the workshops are by people in the community. There's a couple people coming from outside the community. Um, for example, Nathan Aaron, he's a good friend that we met at Revival last year. He produces the number one podcast on iTunes. Which is, I have been wanting to mention like three different times tonight, so I want to throw that in there. As Brennan Burchard has an amazing podcast um, when we were talking earlier about navigating the like kind of new age versus old paradigm Mm. business. Brennan Burchard's awesome. He's very heart-centered, so check that one out. (laughs) Uh, It's called High Performance Habits, and uh, Nathan Aaron produces it. Mm -hmm. He also has his own vlog series where he's... Uh, he was a music producer, uh, and he climbed that huge ladder, and he realized that was the wrong mountain mm. to climb, and now he's going back and helping heart-centered businesses kind of do what we're doing in a different way, um, and he's doing it for himself, mm. and uh, he's phenomenal. He'll be teaching a workshop there. Um, we've got Ella Marie Wallace, who's a model and the a spiritual alignment coach who's in our community on the experts coming in um, and uh, everybody else is like Carrie French doing consent and Maggie Walker doing a song circle and Janice doing connecting to Tantra mm. and you and Malachi doing Kundalini for the inner child awakening and um, so it's a really like I think our community is so fucking special mm. like we are we're amazing we're really amazing. Um, it's th- true. Listeners, if you haven't made it to Seattle yet, you need to get here. Because yeah. the shit's lit. The mm-hmm. shit's lit. I feel like we're all in a movie or like there's going to be a book written. About, I don't know. I can't speak for the future. I can only speak for now. But I just know right now what we have is special. And I really want to put that on blast. Mm. Um, and I'm working with some of the strongest, most amazing women ever mm. to put this on. Um, and... It's the most heart-centered men I could ever ask for, too. Matt Strombaum and Miko mm. Emerson. Yeah. Um, huge team. Well-oiled machine. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, and we're coming up on it in a month and a half or so. Mm. So, yeah. Early bird tickets are almost sold out. But, um, yeah, come celebrate the solstice with us and learn and gather and dance and connect. Um expand expand yeah for mm-hmm. sure and i'd like to mention even um when the early bird tickets sell out um the prices are super reasonable for this for this festival um and so don't like let the fear of i have to spend 700 dollars on my festival ticket 
like if you were going to go to something like Coachella, which is not grounded in ethical values and practices at all, um, know that you don't need to spend anywhere near that amount. And like this beautiful board of people who are putting it on, um, you know, I can attest to this by knowing y'all in community and personally that these are people who care deeply, um, who are heart centered, who are conscious um, and really care about inclusion um, and social activism. And um, I, I wonder too what you might say about that aspect yeah, of the festival because sure. it's an issue in different festival scenes where we're not acknowledging um, things like racism and oppression. Um, and it's something that scares people, right? Totally. Primarily white people. Like, how do we do this? What, am I a bad person? All this yeah. kind of thing. But but this is not the way that's being approached in this festival. It's a different approach. Totally. Well, I, like I said, I'm a person of color. I am not white passing. I'm pretty in the middle. My father's Caribbean and my mom is a French European Jew. And so I'm very mixed. I'm like a light brown, kind of dark brown, but light brown at the same time. Um, so right in there. And so I'm visibly a person of color and uh, I am lead producing this whole event and I've done my very best to, um, and I probably could have done better, honestly, uh, and I hope to in the future. Uh, I didn't really, when I was putting this together, it wasn't at the top of my mind, but now I am moving forward in events um, where it's definitely way more in my conscious, but I did, uh, we have musicians of color, we have a couple, we have, um, um, couple performers. Couple performers of color and a couple uh, vendors of color, and we have a couple. Um, musicians and workshop hosts of color as well. And as well I, as multiple organizers, too. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah, me and Jade um, and Sarah Connor. She doesn't count herself as one, but she's, she's native. She's got a mix. Um, and so we're, I'm really, like, I, I, I know it's so important to bring social justice and social equity into spaces, and we're thinking about how to really make it a really safe space for people who might look different or act different in terms of being um, LGBTQ, um, et cetera. And I actually asked you to help guide that process uh, to open up the festival um, and really make it a place where the edges of the field are watered and not just the center mm. yeah and I think it's such an important and beautiful intention <clears throat> that the idea of festivals has commonly been like this is about <clears throat> having fun and that's beautiful <laughs> we should have fun right but can we have fun in a grounded way um, that is also giving us room for real growth as a community. And like I was mentioning earlier with like the commercialization of festivals like Coachella and it's like run by this bigoted, racist, homophobic guy who um, doesn't have these kinds of values in line at all. You know, what are we putting our money into? Like you were talking about, Hazel, like put your money where your values are. Um, this is an opportunity to put your money where your values are and go and experience those values in community that it's it's not about being the perfect, most, best, all-inclusive, always kind of community. We're learning and we're growing, but we're doing that consciously together. Yeah. So mistakes are definitely like inevitable in every realm when you're trying something new and pushing boundaries and so I'm sure there will be plenty you know we're always learning all the events every time we're getting better and figuring out what's wanted what's needed how we can be more empowering and more supportive of the people that are coming into the sphere and as our sphere grows more and more of that's going to be needed so you know this was a great stepping stone and each like and I'm excited to see how continue like how continue to see how Alico and this whole team and everyone involved heightens their awareness, heightens their consciousness around um, how to make these events and these offerings more beneficial to more people. Absolutely. So <clears throat> to close out, I want to ask you guys um, to share with our listeners a little bit of kind of practical information whether they're interested in <clears throat> promoting more of their heart-centered entrepreneurship um, or they want to get involved in creating um, some grassroots community movements, like what's some um, simple, practical advice 
that you would give them? Um, I think Mialika would agree on one of these for sure, which is um, really getting, building your network. Like I think that sometimes people feel that that's a dirty word and it's mm. super not. How are we going to affect the world if we don't have connections? Connections are good, especially when they're heartfelt connections and connections of love and trust. Um, so building your connections and I think part of that is finding the places that are really in, in alignment with your passions and your interests and things that make your soul on fire, like puts, makes your soul feel on fire. So, you know, for me, that was, and, and that ties in also to like knowing the landscape. So if you're working on a specific passion issue or project or thing you're trying to change in the world, get to know the existing landscape around that. For World Oceans Day, for example, I wasn't trying to go in and solve the problem without acknowledging who was already trying to solve the problem, but come in and figure out what type of help did they need. Mm. And I think that's a much different approach of like <clears throat> resource map, figure out and acknowledge the people already doing the work because that happens a lot where mm. three people are trying to do the exact same thing and that's not really helping. Right. It's like figuring out that piece. Don't need to reinvent the wheel um, or anything like that. Pay attention to the cultural waters and what's already being done and then how can I additionally contribute. And then it's not about competition. It's about Synergy. doing the work. Synergy. Yeah, yeah totally. absolutely. Collaboration. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, the second piece of advice I would give is do it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do it. Do it, honestly. And like trust. And it, I hear so many people saying they're so afraid and it's totally, totally real that there will fear is real always be reasons not to <laughs> there yeah. will always be reasons not to mm-hmm. and do it anyway and trust I I was uh talking to someone the other day who asked me like some advice I would give for business and I would say one is trust um take that step and you'll be surprised who and what and the universe that comes right behind you and like a river just flows you where you need to go Mm. yeah the logical mind will always tell you like well you gotta like plan ahead you gotta make sure you have everything figured out and like you know you don't know for sure that that's gonna go and so you better not risk it but we know as spiritual folk that the universe will always show up to support you in fulfilling your soul purpose it's crazy it's It's like literally insanity (laughs) it's dare it like dare the universe to support you in these moments and, and it and will you have to believe it too because yeah. if you don't believe mm. it the universe will be like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna test your trust yeah right. and if you're not trusting it will show you that <laughs> so you have to say i trust you universe and, and do mm. your emotional work right alongside your forgiveness work and your love work and your earth work i i have this saying like what's your mana of life like you can business will give you the money of life mm. but but if you don't hold on to the mana of life and the mana of life is taking care of the planet love for good food love for music uh love for animals um you know what mana is sometimes it's even love for a good beer like it's crazy mana the mana the little things you know mm. so so work on your mana of life as you cultivate um the money of life um and they can be used interchangeably and sometimes you get money instead of mana and sometimes you get mana instead of money and it's a great exchange either way absolutely and i think too just from what i'm hearing from you guys a message that i know i'm always coming back to in (laughs) all areas of my work whatever the medium be um trust your heart go to your heart do the work um what blocks you from knowing your worth what blocks you from knowing your value Um, and that that can be scary in this edge of business but that it is important that you open up to the unity of everything that this is a part of spirit expressing itself so it's not necessarily inherently evil it is all things and it's about how you approach it and if you know your value you know your worth it's going to come to you so do that work and if you have an idea for a business or you're like already have product or etc um there's a great blog post that i wrote called the chakras of business development oh wow and it's exactly our chakra system and how it corresponds exactly to business can i run through it real quick yeah let's hear it cool so your root chakra is your grounded center and 
you in business your root chakra is sort of your business plan like your first ideas your mission vision and values mm. thinking about those thinking about what you uh you want to do and having an idea and it's also capital your root chakra is your like financial center also mm. so it's like do you have a little bit of money to put in this are you working a job can you work a job alongside building your business type of thing your uh, sacral is sort of your sexual creative center and when it's healthy in business it's um, a great brand it's what mm. you your creative center is what you look like uh, to the outside it's your color scheme it's your fonts it's your it's my favorite part of business is your style guide so that's your creative center that's what you're gonna need before you get to the solar plexus and this, when you have a healthy solar plexus uh, you are confident and you're um, self-aware, etc., and you're making connections and putting yourself out there and not afraid. In business, it's marketing. It's putting yourself out there. Mm. Um, now you've got your idea, you've got your brand around your idea, you've got your products, etc., and now you're putting yourself out there. And then your heart, um, when you have a healthy heart chakra, you're able to give and receive love really in a healthy way, and the same with business. It's like having customers or clients being able to receive and give your service in a really healthy way. So you need the people in your heart. Uh, your throat chakra. When you have a healthy throat chakra, you're able to communicate really well. Um, and in business, your throat chakra is project management. Being able to communicate, communicate really well to who you're working with, to yourself, keeping great lists, keeping great uh, notes. Honoring um, boundaries. Yeah, all of that mm. is in your throat. Um, and then you get to your third eye and you're, when you have a healthy third eye, you can see the world for what it really is. Um, and that's the same with, uh, your business is when you have a healthy third eye, you can see the vision, um, for your business in the future, mm. what you are growing into, what you'd like to, maybe there's several different paths it could grow into, but you're just going with the flow. Either one, you have a healthy third eye and your crown, uh, when you have a healthy crown, you're enlightened quote unquote you know um or something like that but uh corresponding to business when you have a healthy crown it's kind of when you made it it's like uh if you've ever heard of a b corp patagonia is a b corp ben and jerry's is a b corp seventh generation and i think there's about ten thousand other businesses um is are that are b corps and that means not only are they a profitable business, but they take care of their pre people and they mm. care take care of the planet. Mm. So it's the three P's, planet, people, planet, profit. Um, and there's all these tests you have to go through and... It's, a, it's like a rigorous third-party certification that's the pretty much the gold standard in, in ethical business. Mm. And so your crown chakra is a B Corp. And that's what Well and Green hopes to thrive for and like we've inspired our clients some of the bigger ones to uh thrive for being a b corp mm. when they can make it it starts off small and it gets big mm -hmm. excellent well i have no doubt that well and green is going to get to that place <laughs> and um, i want to just really thank you for being on the show and just sharing your perspective and your wealth of knowledge um, you're both just wonderful people and you have a wonderful business and vision for what you want to do and create in the world. And so I'm just grateful to know you and grateful to see you growing and all the people you're helping to be a part of the change. It's really beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys are wanting to connect more with Hazel and Aliko and Well and Green, um, go and check them out, uh, their projects and everything else they got going on on wellingreen.com. That's W-E-L-L-N green.com. It's like the cute, like, well in green kind of thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and also yep. be sure to check out Expansion Festival at expansionfestival.life slash welcome and use the coupon code. Oh, dang. The coupon code didn't come in. Oh, which coupon code do you want? Make one up. <laughs> <laughs> um, use the coupon code uh, expansion two thousand nineteen x expansion x two thousand nineteen, and I'll give you twenty percent off your ticket. Oh, that's twenty percent off, guys! 
Awesome. All, all caps. Expansion all caps. X 19. Expansion X 19 to get 20% off your discount on your weekend pass because this is three days, two nights, summer solstice, Duval, Washington. It's a beautiful space, beautiful community. Come learn, come grow, come dance, come have some tea in the woods, go in the river. It's a beautiful time. Totally. Be out in the sun in the big field. Yes. Let's manifest. Let's manifest this abundance. Expanding together. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, beautiful listeners, for tuning in. I want to say to you that I'm grateful for each and every one of you and all the things that you're doing for yourself, inside yourself, out in the world, and business. I hope that today's episode has helped you, inspire you to continue. Just do it. Get out there. Do it. Whatever it is your heart is calling you to do, trust, believe, work on your self-growth, and know that it will happen. And in all ways and all things, I believe in you. We got this. Until next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today for your cultural revolution tune-up. For more cultural magic, connect with us on the socials. You can find us on Instagram at cultural magic, that's with a K, and at the Alicia Sunflower, or on Facebook on our page, Sunflower. If you'd like to book a sole purpose coaching session or a healing session with Alicia Sunflower or get a personal reading from Alicia, please visit www.aliciagleason.com. So many beautiful ways for us to connect and we look forward to seeing you again here at Cultural Magic. Until then, blessings and love to you. Carry on, fam. Carry on. It's time to look inside Face and balance all your shadow and light Release your prejudice and pride Realize we're all on the same side Now it's not a game of being all the same being true to ourselves to create the change be who you are your own unique star and respect your kin so we can have peace again right about now we need some heroes right about now we need something magical and tell me about how we'll face the dying what this world needs now is uniting what this world needs now is uniting